What is up? Steel Studians, happy Friday, August 26, 2022, and welcome to episode number 397 of the study session. We are only three away from 400, and I have nothing but the deepest gratitude for all of yin's guys and gals, yin's beautiful beautiful studyings for being supporters of the still study for listening reading and sharing my work with your family and friends it truly does mean the world to me so thank you for that we are only two days away from the Steelers final preseason contest of 2022 against the Detroit Lions Sunday 4 30 p.m. Acroshore Stadium we know that the players, the starters, excuse me, are going to get a full half of football. It is their dress rehearsal for their first regular season contest in Cincinnati. And a lot to pay attention to. We're going to be watching several positions. We're going to be watching that offensive line to see if there was improvement from that really just hideous showing in Jacksonville to now. Kevin Dotson is going to get the start at left guard. We're going to see if he can make some jumps, show some growth, and if he's going to lock down that starting position over Kendrick Green. We want to see how James Daniels performs. If last week was just an anomaly, if he could play better, we want to see the same from Dan Moore. So offensive line absolutely is going to be something we will be watching. We're also going to be watching very closely the quarterback position. While Mitch Trubisky is cemented in as that first string QB, Come week one, Kenny Pickett more than likely is going to get more reps. He's probably going to get some reps with the ones. And just it could go further in his favor to solidify his status as the number two quarterback. Now, what does that mean for Mason Rudolph? You're probably sick of me saying it, but again, the team could be looking to move Mason Rudolph via a trade. And ironically enough, one of the teams that is quarterback needy is the Detroit Lions. And their head coach, Dan Campbell, was asked about the possibility of them trading for a quarterback because they are very weak at the position. And he said there's always a possibility that goes with any position. I mean, we're still number two on the claim list. So at the end of this, there's nothing to say that just because somebody has made our roster that they're staying that way. So. Is it a possibility that Mason could be auditioning or trying out for the Lions this Sunday? Now, we don't know how many snaps Rudolph's going to get, but I'm guessing that Trubisky and Pickett will split the first half. Trubisky getting a quarter, Pickett getting a quarter, and then the third and fourth quarters will go to Rudolph. And I think more than likely what's going to happen and probably a quick time frame because the Steelers are probably fielding several phone calls that probably by Monday or Tuesday, if Mason is going to be shipped, he will be shipped. Now, what type of compensation will they get? I, prior to the start of training camp, I was saying I would be happy with a seventh round pick, but with the way Mason has played, I think a sixth round pick would be modest, but I think a fifth round pick is a reality. So we'll see how that plays out. Keep an eye on it. It just makes sense. And then more than likely, if that happens, what's going to occur from there is the Steelers will get Chris Oladokun on the practice squad, and he will be their emergency quarterback. I don't know if they're going to sign a 
bottom tier free agent at the quarterback position. They may just re-sign Oladokun to the practice squad and then go from there. So again, we're paying attention to that. We're also want to pay attention to that inside linebacker position. Mark Robinson, the rookie seventh round draft pick who only played one year of inside backer at Ole Miss, was a running back before that. Has showed a lot of pop, speed, burst, uh, ability to read the play. He has got some first team reps in practice with Devin Bush's ankle injury. It seems like Devin's going to be able to go this Sunday, but maybe Robinson is going to get some FaceTime with the ones. And depending on how he plays, he could pose some interesting questions to the organization come cut down day on August 30th. Can he do enough to start? I think that's a stretch, but he might do enough to give the coaches confidence that by the middle of the season, he could step in and play and possibly he could give some snaps to the team if he shows enough this Sunday. So I'm going to be watching him very closely. Going to be watching Hamilcar Rashid, who's going to really get a long look at outside backer after they cut Gennard Avery. We'll see what he could do. If he doesn't do enough, then the team will be scouring the waiver wire come cut down time. So again, lots to pay attention to. Calvin Austin has to get back on the field too. He's in jeopardy of getting cut and reverting to the practice squad if he does not play. So his availability is going to be critical coming into this weekend. So some other Steelers news. Ike Taylor has been, uh, he was on Pat McAfee's show. If you haven't watched Pat McAfee's show, it's a lot of fun. Dude is funny. But Ike Taylor was on the show and said that he is going to be serving the Steelers as a player scout. Now, this has not been confirmed by the team, uh, but it's interesting being that the way that Ike Taylor joined the team, he was a running back at Louisiana Lafayette, then was converted to a corner. The Steelers drafted him, and he became one of the best corners that the Steelers had in the 2000s, was on those Super Bowl teams. Ike T. Swaggin University had hands of stone, but Duke could cover, was fast. So he is rejoining the Steelers as a scout. So very interesting there to see that story come full circle when it comes to Ike Taylor. Elijah Riley is a player that signed with the Steelers. He was a player with the Jets. Uh, As I mentioned yesterday on the show, that Donovan Steiner, the second-year safety out of Florida, was released. And then Elijah Riley was signed by the Steelers. And he, again, he was with the Jets. It's his second year. He's out of Army. He started seven games last year for the Jets. He played the slot, nickel, free safety, So he does have a lot of versatility and does have a good attitude. He wants to play wherever he's going to assist the team. And, you know, I mentioned, too, it's unique that the Steelers have brought in so many ex-Jets. And I left this out yesterday. Hamilcar Rashad, the outside backer, came from the Jets as well. So there is some connection there with the Jets or some, who knows, scout or something that players that maybe don't make it with the Jets, which maybe isn't saying a lot because that hasn't been a great organization over the past few years, but they end up as Steelers. So we'll see what Riley is able to produce. I also wonder if Steiner will end up on the Steelers practice squad 
being that he was cut, he was a guy that I had making the team, but obviously that is not going to happen now. So again, a lot of stuff to pay attention to this Sunday, 4.30, big day for a lot of players, big day for the coaching staff. This is their last opportunity to evaluate guys game time and then watching that film following. And then August 30th is going to be the final cut down to the 53-man rosters. Let's see, that's going to be Tuesday. So they will have some time following that game to watch the tape, make some calls, see if they need to make improvements or upgrades at positions via trades, free agency. So Tuesday, that'll be done. Then they'll really set their roster, set the depth chart, and then begin their preparations for the Cincinnati Bengals on September 11th. And can you believe it, Studians? We are on the precipice of the start of the regular season. It's here. We made it through the draft. We made it through OTAs, mini camps, training camp. We're almost all the way through preseason. Before you know it, it's going to be the bye week, and we're going to be saying, where the hell did all of the time go? Anyways, you know I love Yin's guys and gals so very much. I appreciate you joining me. We are only three episodes away from 400, and episode 400 more than likely is going to drop on Monday, kicking off a brand new week. Next week, I will have my Steelers season preview coming at you. That's always fun for me to put together where I evaluate all the positions of the team. I give you my breakout players whom I'm forecasting to have big years. I give you statistical projections. I break down the season records, wins and loss-wise. So that is coming your way. So be on the lookout for that. That'll be converted into a full-length Still Study podcast. So a lot of great content coming your way. I hope you have a phenomenal weekend. We can connect one of three ways. You can comment directly on the articles at the bottom of the page. You can hit me up via email at thestillstudy at gmail.com. You can give me a follow on Twitter at stillstudy. Would love to connect with you. Get your question, comment, feedback on the show. Don't forget about the podcast that I do with Jim Wexel over on his site, The Still City Insider. It is linked in the show notes. The latest episode features Craig Wolfley, the Steelers color analysis. So please be sure to check that out. Don't forget that the Still Study is now on Apple Podcasts. You can subscribe and get daily updates to your feed. And don't forget there is a donate button that I belovedly call the donut button on the Still Studies webpage, the front page. If you appreciate what I do, you like the work, remember this is a free site. You want to buy me a beer, click on that link. Any little bit helps with the cost of site upkeep, and you know I would appreciate it in beautiful, beautiful studies. And remember, on this beautiful Friday, August 26, 2022, life is beautiful in the black and gold. Peace, everyone. Make it a mega, colossal, phenomenal, monstrous Friday. Amazing weekend. Love you guys.